Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to Girl on Fire podcast on the Believe Network, New York's number one podcast network for personal growth. This is your host, Kirsten Franklin, and on this week's show, I'm going to talk about working from home. As many of you may know, I've been working remotely since 2011. So how many years is that? Eight? Nine? Where are we in? 2020? Nine years. So nine years. Um, And I actually have a global team because of that. Uh, Initially, it was done because there's less cost. Uh, But really now I have stellar members uh, from around the globe. We're talking about Serbia. We're talking about the Philippines. We're talking about Greece, everywhere. And I recall back when I started, technology isn't what it is today. So talk about having more difficulty in really streamlining the process. But I think it's really important, especially right now, but even in the future, because your normal after this pandemic is going to be an absolutely new normal, okay? There are going to be businesses that learn how to streamline costs because of this, and it actually is effective. So if there's admin staff out there, you know, especially for larger corporations, this isn't really the small business person or even the medium business, but, you know, for larger businesses, larger law firms, right? Uh, just really big global companies, you're going to realize that there are ways in which you can actually have remote employees and it's beneficial and it could cost you less money. But there's a new normal in the sense of everybody is being set up right now to work remotely. For some of you, it's like, yay, it's the dream. I always wished I could work from home. For some of you, it might feel like a nightmare, like, oh God, what do I do? My kids are here. My pets are here. My significant other is here or whatever that looks like for you. But I've noticed a lot of chatter and concern from people that uh, they're not able to focus, that they feel as though now some of us are in week three of working from home and they feel as if they're not being productive. So I wanted to address that really from the vantage point of work from home uh, versus, oh no, we're in a pandemic and like, what are you going to do with that? You're quarantined. You know, forget all that. You have the privilege of working from home. There will be ups and downs to this depending on how well your company was set up or is able to set up. And some of us who are salaried, you know, we're still getting paid, but we don't really kind of have stuff to do. Like our our clients are kind of going out or maybe they weren't set up properly and they don't know what to do. Now is the perfect time to reach out to them, not via email, unless you want to set up a call, but I would pick up the phone and just call them. Call whoever your contacts are, see how they're doing, see how you can help them, see if you guys can offer any advice, not just with respect to uh, the work that you do for them, But actually, as a whole, you know, if you know about Zoom and it's an inexpensive, you know, uh, way to video chat and set everybody up uh, remotely, maybe you let them know about that. You know, just reach out and see how everyone's doing. Care. But for those working from home, I had sent out a 
five-day video email series to those people that I've worked with. And just to really quickly run over it, um, it's really, really simple. I would at first, before you do anything else, is understand what your goal is. Your goal is not the same goal you had a month ago. And if it is, you are doing something wrong. Okay. Your goal absolutely has to pivot to some degree. And I'm not saying like your fiscal goal has to change, but there are other goals that need to be there. Your clients, you know, your branding, your everything. Just think about your family life, your home life. You know, if the goal is to just survive, what does that look like? And I don't think it really needs to be that way. I mean, I think all of us can actually thrive from home, whether you're, you know, here in Manhattan working out of a studio apartment with your, you know, child or pets or whatever, or if you're, you know, out in Connecticut and you have enough space that you can kind of separate everybody and, and all of that. But the very first thing I would do is understand what my goals look like. You know, are my goals right now to keep myself relevant because business is closed? Can I think outside of the box and figure out a way that we can continue to make money? right? In some format, whether that's creating a YouTube channel and getting advertising, you know, anything small, big, whatever. And look at the bigger picture too. How does this kind of fit into uh, your bigger picture, right? What success has to look like at the end of 2020? Uh, with this happening, what, what changes? You definitely need to have your plans in place, okay? You should be looking at multiple plans, but I would say top four plans are things like your cash flow plan, your business plan, your messaging plan, and your recession proofing plan. And when I say business plan, this is really more of a strategy. You have your larger annual business plan. This is a strategy that now changes within that plan um, on how you're going to make money, right? At least over the next 90 to 120 days. Can you actually make money and create a new vertical for your company that can continue to run after this whole thing is done? And just keep the sanity. This is only a moment in time. And we're all at different positions. People might be losing their homes. People might not have jobs and be concerned about paying their electricity. I totally get that. And trust me, I've been there. Back in 2008, when I had my first and only child, I was homeless. So I completely understand the stress of all of that, but understand ultimately in the long run, it is a moment in time. And if you can see the other side of it, eventually you can really prevent a lot of the reactivity and the depression that might come along with the hit you might be taking in this moment in time. Just remember that it's just a moment in time. And with that, when you're doing your planning, okay, and this is true for whether or not you work for a company, you're the executives of a company, you know, the leadership of a company, you, you know, whatever this is, like, you guys should all be thinking about this, whether it's your personal cash flow plan, your professional cash flow plan, you know, you need to understand that. Um, and hopefully your company leadership is in some way letting you understand what that looks like. I don't care if you're an AMLAW 100 firm, leadership should be telling you what the markers are to some degree so that you understand the role you play, okay? If you'd like, for an example, if you're in a law firm and you're an associate and M&A is dead right now, or maybe litigation 
is dead, although you can do remote depositions and then you could do other things, by the way. But if, if something is dead and down, you know, what is your job? I mean, in my opinion, your job is to create content, build the brand, continue. And by the way, that works for you no matter what, because if some reason the firm has to furlough you or lay you off or you want to change jobs, you have an, an entire reputation there that you built up over this time. You didn't sit back in Netflix and just hope the checks didn't stop. You know, you went out there and built your own personal brand while furthering the firm's brand. Okay. And maybe you even started your side gig. This is the best time to start planning people. Um, If you don't come out of this with something that's going to blow up to fruition at the end of this tunnel, you're wasting your time. You, You do not care. Okay. So coming back to this, it's all about strategizing right now. That's the very first step. Understanding what the happy end result, the satisfactory end result can possibly look like and how do you get there through all of your strategies and planning. Okay, that's number one. Once you have done that, the very next thing I would start doing is setting up your space, setting up the, you know, the space in your in your home. You really should try to dedicate space. I'm totally serious. If you're in a studio apartment and you have nothing but the kitchen table, make that your space. If you, for some reason, can only work in your bed, which I don't recommend, but if that's the case, then move to a different area of your bed. I know that sounds really weird, but you know, work and maybe face your bed and work on your bed. Do something, but don't stay in the place that you typically sleep because you could end up disrupting your sleep cycle. And that's the last thing you want to do when you're under a ton of stress or pressure or have no idea what the next day looks like, right? And that's another thing is know what the next day is going to look like. With the planning, it helps you map out your days, which helps you relieve the stress. Uh, You have a goal. You know it has to happen. The third thing I would do is address the mindset. It's super, super important. I've been through this, right? Obviously, I've, I've been through September 11th on Wall Street. In an instant, offices closed. You couldn't even get into the city, like into your building to get your stuff. At some point they ultimately let us into, it was almost like a, like a, one of those shopping shows where they blow the whistle and you're going to dash for everything you can and figure it out. That's kind of what it felt like in the moment, you know? And then again, obviously in 2008, but you know, everything has been disrupted and that's okay. And your stress is actually okay. Go sit with it for a second, appreciate it and let it go. All right. But you definitely need to work on the mindset not just the conscious thoughts, but the subconscious thoughts. And for those of you guys who have read the book, Becoming Unfuckwithable, you know where I stand on mindset. You know what I think can be done and you know how to do it. And so definitely begin to really shape that. Whether you have affirmations, maybe even just affirmations of the new goals you have, uh, affirmations about the fact that you will survive this and you can do this, right? Just whatever it takes for you to get through this moment. And again, repeating it again and again and again, it is just a moment in time. That's it. Okay. Another thing or the next thing I would really look at heavily is the schedule. This is not a free-for-all. The fact that you treat it as your own time is one, a big entrepreneurial mistake, by the way. I work with you know, over 400 entrepreneurs here and business owners and executives. And the second it's kind of like release, you know, to the home, it's no. 
um, something always goes awry. You get really excited that your time's your own. In this instance, you don't get to hang out and start at Starbucks and waste time, but you know, really make that schedule. Now is the perfect time to develop a morning routine. You could read the book, The Miracle Morning. Uh, Tony Robbins has a, a routine that he does. Dean Graziosi, John Asraf has an amazing routine, you know, but everybody that I know that is extremely successful in business and life has a morning routine, you know, and typically it will include something, paying attention to your soul, your brain, your overall health, meaning maybe you take that morning and you, you know, one of my clients reads the Bible. I personally meditate, do a visualization and do a lot of, actually do a lot of other stuff. It takes me two hours in the morning before I even look at anything or do anything. I start at 5 a.m. Um, but, you know, really set that routine. Now's the perfect time. If you ever wanted to meditate, and I, I heavily suggest meditation, now's a great time. And you don't have to know anything about it. Just go on like calm.com app or Headspace or go online. This is, this is the best day and age for us to be trapped at home because of the internet, <laughs> because of Google. Uh, there is no better time to have information at the tips of your fingers in a split second. Now, yes, you have to vet the information, you know, really kind of pull it apart and understand who are you really listening to? How is this person qualified? Where is this information coming from? Um, but overall, you can really do anything as long as you're connected to the internet and you have a computer or even your phone. So there's really no excuses. Um, if you want to learn how to meditate, go learn how to meditate. In fact, now you could probably take a full-on course and get certified online at this point, right? I mean, there's so many opportunities here. Mindfulness. We all know that I'm big on mindfulness and that's just coming to the present moment, right? Without judgment. And so that great time to have mindfulness practices added in. I know I have a 52 week email series for mindfulness. If you guys want that, let me know. You can always just drop a comment and let me know. But there's a lot of stuff that you can be doing in the area of self-development and professional development during this time. But the only way you're really going to get that done is if you schedule it, if you have a schedule and you have your plan in place, right? And it's really, really important to just not wing it every day. Trust me, if you wing it every day at the end of these next two months or so, you're going to come out on the other side and be like, what the hell did I do? What a waste of time. I can't believe this. I hope it never happens again. The rest of us who aren't winging it and planning it are going to come out of the other side. Even if we're getting evicted, we're going to come out of the other side and be like, look, but this has been triggered and now we're going to be making money or we're going to be doing this or this is all planned out, right? We're going to be okay because we're going to see that light because we made that light, okay? It's really important for you to spark your spark and make that light or it's not going to happen. Okay. And then the very last thing I do is after you've set all this in motion and remember, it's not your schedule is not, you know, rock solid. Things are going to happen. It's all good. That's the beauty of working from home, right? That's the beauty of having your own time. Is that just check it, tweak it, go back to all. It's like business, right? You set your system in place, you let it run, you come back and you check it. Is it working? What was your goal? Is it hitting your goal? Is it not hitting your goal? Is it doing nothing or is it negative? right? Just tweak it and figure out what it is you are trying to accomplish. And that's kind of um, it. I mean, those are the big things I would be looking at from working from home. 
Uh, yes, when we're talking about setting yourself up in your space, we want to know that your phones are working, that you know, every all the technology you need to happen is happening. But one of the big things I would do if you have downtime is honestly create content, create your own brand around yourself and your knowledge to make you very valuable at the end of this, whatever this is going to be, right? That's pretty much it. I mean, look, guys, again, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram. I have an Instagram account. I'll be honest. It just has inspirational quotes and posts. I don't really go in there other than to uh, go listen to DJ D-Nice on Fridays. If any of you guys don't know, he is a DJ. He's a famous DJ and he uh, started spinning just out of his own pure joy and living his purpose. He started spinning and it just became this global phenomenon of him spinning happy music, right? Um, he's just, he's awesome. He's, he's, he's going to Instagram for him uh, on Fridays. So there, I don't know if you need to follow me or not, but... Uh, Facebook is really where I'm at. Facebook is where I answer a lot of questions. And of course, Quora, if you have questions, go ahead and and, uh, ask me in Quora and I will answer them. I will answer them here on occasion when I do these singular podcasts where I don't have a guest. Um, A lot of times I'm just going to pick up and answer those questions. If your questions are relevant to having a guest, um, I will answer them as well during that time. Upcoming, we're going to have somebody who is a former CIA behavioral analyst, social psychologist, come on and talk about leadership in these times. And I think that's going to be awesome. So if you have questions coming up about that, let me know. And of course, thanks for listening. And I hope it was of value. So that is it for this week. Thank you for joining me. And I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If so, don't forget to rate it. If you guys have a pressing question, feel free to tweet me at CS Thrive uh, or on Instagram at Thrive Tribe 3.14159. Again, I know that's a weird one. It's just pi. So it's three, it's Thrive underscore Tribe underscore 3.14159. Or of course, you can join me in Facebook at my free group, which is Thrive Tribe Global. If you just search groups and you enter in Thrive Tribe Global, you should see us there um, and you can join it for free. Uh, I answer your questions in there, but if you guys send me a question through there, I will be sure to answer it here on this podcast. And as always, if you're ever interested in advertising on the show, please contact the Believe Network at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at believe.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.